This podcast is made by Glenanol Academy in collaboration with a Roblox user named Eric. Hello, people, and welcome back to another podcast by Glenanol Academy. Today's podcast is about NGOs and interaction with Canada and other countries. It's similarly and different with governmental organizations and, of course, what is an NGO? First NGOs were formed around the year 1839. Over the years, more NGOs have appeared. Nowadays, there are more than 10,000 NGOs across the globe. Okay, you may be asking, what is an NGO? Well, an NGO can be a local, national, or global nonprofit group, commanded or controlled by mostly citizens that are not under the control of a government. NGOs are also sometimes thought to be non-religious and non-aggressive, also known as organizations with no military. By the way, NGO stands for non-governmental organization. NGOs have few main focus such as civil rights or politic issues. NGOs are neutral, which means that they don't take sides in any situation. According to the World Bank, there are two different types of NGOs. One type is called the advocacy NGO, which is founded to advocate social cases such as racism. The second type of NGO is called the operational NGO, and it is founded for composing and executing development projects, such as building hospitals. Some NGOs can fall under both categories, but all NGOs have the same characteristics. NGOs are not armed, NGOs don't take sides, NGOs don't cooperate with any government, and NGOs do not give any information or data to governments. Now, you may be asking, how are NGOs funded if they do not cooperate with governments? Well, here are some options. They can have membership fees, accept private donation, sell their service, and accept grants. However, some NGOs still receive funds from government. Large NGOs can have a huge budget. Lastly, the staff of the NGO usually receive low wages, if not, no wages at all compared to commercial wages. What are the purpose of NGOs? The purpose of NGOs are improving community health care and education, environmental issues, economic decisions, welfare, and rights of people, generally to defend or promote a specific cause, and of course, peacekeeping. Here are some differences between NGOs and governmental organizations. NGOs are private, while governmental organizations are, well, owned by the government. The governmental organization can share information with other countries, other governments, or other organizations, such as NGOs, but NGOs can't share information with governments. Governmental organizations take sides, while NGOs don't. NGOs are not armed, but some, if not all, governments are. An NGO's area of operation can expand easily, while governmental organizations might have a harder time since they aren't neutral. An NGO's objective is to work for the well-being of society and economy as well as advocating human rights and other things that can benefit everyone. On the other hand, governmental organizations can be one-sided, meaning that their actions can only be beneficial to a certain group of people. Lastly, governmental organizations usually have a focus of 
objectives, while NGOs usually only have one objective. Some similarities between the governmental organization and NGO are that they both focus on the well-being of a group of people. They both have staff and volunteers that work for the organization, and a true type of organization both need money to run themselves. Here are some examples of NGOs. Number one, Clinton Health Access Initiative. Its purpose is to save people around the world with HIV or slash and AIDS. It has 1.5 thousand employees and covers 36 nations. It's currently investing in research on better drugs and better equipment to deal with diseases. This is of course founded by no other than Bill Clinton with help from Era C Magaziner. See, you can see that people who are directly involved with government can still create NGOs. For those of you out there that have no clue who's Bill Clinton, he is no other than the 42nd President of the United States and the husband of Hillary Clinton. Another example is the Red Cross. Its purpose is to protect life and health of people. It tries to achieve this by providing medical support to those who need it, also not sick and infected people and to prevent infections. It's basically a medical research organization that incorporates hospitals. Canada roles in the NGOs are by providing volunteers for NGOs, cooperating with NGOs, and not to betray NGOs. Canada help NGOs by basically letting NGOs do their thing within Canada, as long as not being inappropriate, like trying to overthrow the Can- Canadian government. Here are a lot of fun facts about NGOs. Number one, there are an estimated 10 million non-governmental organizations worldwide. Number two, are single countries that have the fifth largest economy in the world. Number three, nearly one-third, also not 31.5% of the people worldwide donated to charity in 2015, and nearly one-fourth, which is 24%, volunteered. Number four, three out of four employees in the NGOs are female, but the majority leadership position at NGO are still predominant held by men. Number five, there are more than 1.4 million NGOs in the United States that employ 11.4 million Americans. Wow. Number six. Every 9 out of 10 people in the Gulf states donate to NGOs regularly, with 62% of the donations being made during the religious holidays of Ramadan and Eid. Number 7. The number of people worldwide donating money to NGOs increased from $1.2 billion in 2011 to $1.4 billion in 2014. By 2030, the number is expected to grow to $2.5 billion. Number eight, it is estimated the value of volunteering is $23.07 per hour. So, the value of the 7.7 billion hours of volunteer work performed by 62.6 million Americans, or 25.4% of the adult population, in 2013 was worth $173 billion. Well, this is the end for this podcast. Anyways, thank you for listening to Glenow Academy, and hopefully you've learned something. And have a nice day!